diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-568-2790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-568-2790. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our... Well, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say... Our great, wonderful, yeah, no. spectacular. Don't do that. I heard the Cal bit last Hunter. hour. <laughs> and I, the, that's what it was. But anyway, Cal Hunter, we appreciate you here. You, you know what? We're, Cal and I have known each other for quite some time. Um, but this is fun. And the funnest part of all of Radio Law Talk is not the, the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth, not the disclaimer that says we're not giving you legal advice, seek counsel, we're talking about general topics of law, not our phone number of 855-529-7234, not radiolawtalk.com or info at radiolawtalk.com. None of that is interesting. The most interesting stuff is case or no Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Amy Cooper was in New York working, taking a lunch break from her job at Franklin Templeton Financial Services. May 25th, 2020, Christian Cooper, no relation, was birding in Central Park, looking at birds, you know, trying to find a specific variety of bird. He knows the woman and her pet, an unrestrained Cocker Spaniel, standing close to a sign that said, all dogs must be on a leash. Christian Cooper, who was a black man, his name is not Karen, approached Amy Cooper and asked her to put her dog on a leash per the sign. She said no. The bird watcher carried dog treats in his pocket, why we do not know, and he threw one in the direction of the Cocker Spaniel to see if it would run free. And then things took off from there. Christian recorded it after Amy pulled out her cell phone and threatened to call police to tell them there's an African-American male threatening my life. He said, go ahead and call the police and tell them anything you'd like. Hours after the recorded moment went viral, Franklin Templeton released on social media that its officials had placed a staffer unnamed on administrative leave while they looked into a certain incident. The following day, the company said their investigation was done and the still unpublicly named employee was fired. She was upset about that. She told her attorney that her lawsuit against Franklin Templeton claimed that her ex-employer performed no investigation into the incident, noting they failed to contact her or Christian Cooper. They did not make an effort to get her complete 911 call, and they disregarded her accomplishments as an exceptional employee. Those are her allegations. However... The guy that she carried in the park is the one who filed a lawsuit against her for discrimination and harassment. So, Denise Dirks, you're up here. Case or no case? Yeah, it's me. So, uh, she filed a suit against Franklin Tem Templeton for wrongful termination. Is that what you're saying? That's correct, yes. Well, uh, this is an actual case, but it was a criminal case brought against her for um, a false police report. And... A criminal case, which, by the way, was dismissed. Okay, so you're talking about the civil action, is yeah. what you're asking. Yeah. So I'm asking okay. about the action between the black man 
who claims that she harassed him and practiced illegal discrimination and intimidation against him in the park. Oh, I thought it was the employer. So no, it's, that's it's no, the no, black no. man suing her. Yes. Yep. Oh. Um, it, he, it, there is no case there. He did not sue her and he forgave her. Okay, Fred, what do so you So you're saying, okay, because you said there was a case. You said the... the she filed a case against right, Franklin Templeton, right. wrongful term. I got that. And the black man is the guy who says, wait a minute. I'm going to file a lawsuit. And this is the case that's in question is, did he file a lawsuit? And if so, what was the result? Um, sounds like this was something that went viral that I'm sure uh, Cal saw on Facebook. The question is, what <laughs> happened... And how did this occur? Did the the, 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 the the black individual bring a discrimination lawsuit against her? I'm going to say, mm, you said, I'm going to say yes, because I heard you say, I'm just playing the Cal thing. Cal said when the lawsuit was filed. So uh, I'm going to say he slipped up and there was a lawsuit and it's pending. The lawsuit, I said that in regards to her lawsuit against Franklin Templeton, but that's okay. Todd Kunum, what do you say on that? I remember this incident happening, I remember it getting um, a lot of play yep. in the news. Yep. And I think ultimately there was no case filed by him, the uh, the guy against her for anything. He, he, he let it go. So, yeah, no, no case along the lines that you have proposed or questioned whether one was filed. I agree with Fred. No case. Okay, so you say no case. Fred says no case. Denise says no case. I agree with Fred and Denise then. We got a triple no case. Well, guess what? Does anybody listen to me on this show? <laughs> I do. I just didn't make any notes. It's two people away. Denise. I'm going to say I, no case. I, uh, that's fine. I said case, but I'm going to switch it yeah, to no case. Yeah, he did Thanks. say case. That's okay. I'm I'm switching. I'm sticking with the the team. Can't no switch. case. Okay, Can't then switch. I'm saying a case. All right, whatever. I. Oh, so Fred says there there was a case. I said there was a case, but the, the, nothing's settled. It's nothing's still happened. going on. Still going on. Okay, just stick with that. So we're different, just to make it fun. Well, let me, t let me put this to you this way. Franklin Templeton was sued by her, and the judge saw that and dismissed her case out of hand, so she had no case against Franklin mm -hmm. Templeton. As for the other gentleman involved in the case, he did not file a case. Uh, dang and it. So there is... I should have switched. Well, that's okay. And that is case or no case for this hour, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening to it. Back to the show. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Sorry. All right. Let's just finish up on the chess, chess star suing case. We already did our little, uh, little play on the chess, you know, <laughs> play by play. But the thing is, is apparently they have their, this individual and his company, I guess Carlson's company play Magnus group and online chess.com and another individual, which I cannot pronounce his name, um, who is an American grandmaster, uh, are all being sued by Hans Nyman for $100 million, saying that they work together to basically defame him and say that he cheated to win. How do you cheat? Okay. How do you cheat at chess? I, I, I don't know. How can you cheat? It's it, not like you're bringing. It, it's not it, like you're putting the spit on the ball or grease on the ball. What are you doing? You're sliding some grease underneath the rook, and when it slides across, it goes faster. What? No, you have you have um, an ear piece, yeah. and somebody's calling it for you. Where or did you, that queen come from? She wasn't there a second ago. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> or you have electrodes in your keister, which is one of the oh. allegations made, where he would get a shock to the right side of his buttock or the left side of his buttock. For certain moves. Well, so place. in other words, someone else what? is studying mm -hmm. it. This guy's his grandmaster, a superstar, but yet he needs someone else's help that's better than him. That's going to be hard to find someone better than him, right? Well, it doesn't well, make sense. Here's the problem. He admitted, and he meaning the, the master star that claims defamation, he admitted that when he was a kid, Hans. 12, Hans. 12 and, and, and 16, that he was online gaming chess and that he had cheated during that time but he said i've never cheated since then or there's never been any evidence oh. that he has right but he did open the door to that kind of a a statement right. uh just because he admitted to cheating when he was underage uh well let's move on past this i don't know there's lawsuits to start we're going to talk about harvey weinstein why we're going to talk about that that's interesting is his case is about ready to start we're going to talk to you about 
what jurors or potential jurors are saying during voir dire. And voir dire, voir dire, everyone says it differently. Look, that's when you question the jurors to determine whether or not they should be able to sit as a juror or not. And what they're saying about the Me Too movement and Harvey Weinstein when we come back. More Radio Law Talk coming up right here on your favorite local radio station and always streaming live but free at radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Uh-huh. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-798-1627. 800-798-1627. 800-798-1627. 
That's 800-798-1627. I like the Amargosa Valley. Are you serious? The commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Did we have a quick quack car wash one on lately? I oh, yeah. Know. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like quick quack car yeah. wash. I, I go in there often. It's quite, uh, quite, I go to new ones. You know, the new ones are the coolest ones. They now have it, so two things happen. It reads your license plate as you pick up, and it opens the little gate so you drive in. And then as you drive through, a light shines on your windshield as you drive through, and it's like a... Uh, like an advertisement, or uh, come back to Quick Quack for like a laser visit. thing on your yeah, screen. Oh, that's on, cool. On, yeah, yeah, as you drive through, it goes on yeah. your on your windshield, and it's uh, anyway Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Let's go from Quick Quack to Harvey wow. Weinstein. Stop <laughs> boring. Oh, look, this is now. Don't forget, he has been already convicted and, and supposed to be serving twenty three years. Uh, and a conviction from two thousand twenty two conviction in New York. He's now in Los Angeles. The most interesting thing about this one is, and by the way, he's appealing the, the 2020 conviction in New York City. And, and Harvey Weinstein, those of you who don't know, is, was the, one of the most powerful Hollywood producers uh, from the, I would say, what, s- seven, 80s, 90s? 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2000s, 2000s 10, I mean, yeah. up, up, until, so, up until things went down and he started the allegations with um, right, me too. happened, he was... The he was one of the guy. first Me Too movement guys, right? That they yeah. went after. He was like, but get what was the name of his company? I remember it was big. The, Miramax. Miramax. Yeah, and Miramax and then the Weinstein Company. But yeah. still, yeah. Miramax. With his brother. You go look at all the movies, those phenomenal movies, and you see Miramax on all of them. Oh, yeah. And, and I think I've brought this up before. I don't think anyone that's listening remembers. I like to watch old vintage videos, and I watch the old roasts that Dean Martin roasts on video. Yeah. Go to YouTube with Dean Martin roasts where they'll roast Bob Hope or they'll roast somebody. And you know, and it's it's Don Rickles who's one of my old all time all time favorite people is Don Rickles. And he was up there ripping on I think it was President Reagan. And he was just ripping on him. And then he then he points down to, oh yeah, here's some hotshot young producer thinks he's all that, gets all the girl or something like that, says all this, and he points down, and sure enough, it's Harvey Weinstein down here. Look at him; he thinks he's everything. These young whippersnappers think they're gonna rule, rule. It's just he was just hilarious, and I went, oh my gosh, there's Harvey Weinstein yeah. sitting in the front at this at this Hollywood roast, and it was. I mean, look, Meryl Streep in one of her uh, one of her speeches when she won an Oscar mentioned him by name, referred to him as a god, and, yeah. and just what he could do in Hollywood. And um, yeah, he was a power player in Tinseltown. So this is the Me Too movement that started this. Those of you who don't, I'm not going to explain Me Too movement because if you haven't figured it out, you better you better start watching the news. But um, so this was uh, some women who have brought allegations against him. Uh, for sexually harassing them uh, multiple times in in, in different uh, and alleged rape, yeah, alleged rape, yeah, no, there's I, I didn't want to get into all the details, but alleged rape, but they're picking jurors now, and that's what we want to talk about. So they've already chosen nine men and three women, and this is a Los Angeles rape and sexual assault case against Harvey Weinstein. Now, here's the thing that's interesting: we have Todd Keenan and I. I'm a uh, for I'm, I'm going to say I'm a trial lawyer, but my my partners try more cases than I do, um, because I'm the managing attorney uh, for personal injury. Todd's pros- former prosecutor and public defender. He's tried a lot of cases. Denise is a family law attorney and has tried a lot of cases and been before courts uh, so many times and sits as a judge pro tem in the courts as a uh, judge uh, pro tem on cases. So and, and we've got a lot of experience here. I'm over about 30-plus years. You're 30-plus years, Denise. Todd's 20s, and you're 20-something 20 years. 20 22, years, 23 22, years. 23 years. And we brought up this issue. 
Who would you rather have on on a case like this on your jury, men or women? And it was unanimous. And we did not set this up. We just all three threw this out. And it was unanimous because don't forget, we've got a power woman lawyer. We have men lawyers, men lawyers here. So we've got both sides. And Denise, tell, tell them what we unanimously, just like we both all said the same thing. Well, right? in this you, case, it has to be. This case, I'm talking about this case. And, and one other thing, who would you want if you were the prosecutor? Because it's important. Right, which, it which, is different. So who would you, what, what breakup or what, what would you want as a prosecutor in a case like this in terms of your male-female jury makeup? And this is general. I, this is just in yeah. general. We're not talking specific. Go ahead. Well, I think um, well, that... Let me really quickly. Oh, my cause, gosh. Cause, really? Because Cal, being not a lawyer, what? I'm curious what Cal would say. Would you want to have on a case like this with Harvey Weinstein? All female. All, you would want all That's you, you your gut reactions. Yep. All female. That's yep. going to make these. But are you defense or are you prosecution? If you're prosecution. the prosecutor. Yeah, prosecutor. You want okay. all female. Oh, that okay. is going to make this even more interesting. Denise. Denise. Um, as the prosecutor, I'd want all male. As the defense, I would want more females. Isn't that bizarre, Cal? Fred, what did yeah, you say? I, I said exactly like Denise. And in this Harvey Weinstein case, you want more women on that jury as because Harvey Weinstein. If you're the defense. If you're defense and Harvey Weinstein, you want more women on that. Because the victims are women, and women are very critical of other women. I hate to say that, or they're gonna, but it's true. Or they're going to make them prove their case. Yes. And I think the men are... This They'll is be all, more protective. Just, yeah, and generally kind of just say, you know, you... You, you know, slime ball kind of thing, you know. what? So, now, I, again, this is general. We're talking general issues here. And, Cal, we said you got one minute left, so we're about ready to roll. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just fascinated by the whole, you know, yeah. who, who has a better case. But, but, but we're going to talk about what some of the jurors said oh, yeah. during the voir dire when they talked to the jurors in this Harvey Weinstein case. Interesting. Again, we're not predicting, we're not saying things as lawyers, we're not giving you legal advice, but this is just in general what we have found while being trial lawyers. We'll be back. It is most certainly food for thought, and there's much more of that coming right here on Radio Law Talk. So stay tuned. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need 25000 50000 or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. That's 800-481-5621. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. 
800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is the best show ever. Not literally. It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. So as they as jurors as jurors walk in uh, on a potential case, what happens? There's a thing called voir dire, and the first thing is they fill out paperwork, and and there's a number of questions that are asked, and every judge is different. Some judges will cross-examine and kind of ask questions of the jurors themselves. Some judges do most of that. And want the lawyers to do very little. Some judges do very little of it and let the lawyers ask all the questions. And then the lawyers, each set side gets uh, to basically, long story short, kick off a certain amount of jurors. Um, and it's not for cause. In other words, um, for cause means there's a reason they should be kicked off because they're prejudicial. So, excuse me, some way. And the court has to agree, agree to it and say, yeah, we believe they should be kicked off for cause. And that doesn't go toward their what's called their preemptory char- char- uh, challenges. So, like, if a, if a juror asks this question, you say, "As you sit here right now, and you see the defendant, uh, is he is is the defendant guilty or innocent in your mind?" Now, now what you're looking for is you'd want a juror to say, "Oh, they're presu- they're innocent, innocent until proven guilty, right?" So, if a juror comes back and says, "You know what? If somebody's sitting there at that table at this stage, I'm thinking they're guilty of something. I've already, you know." They're probably that would probably be a good challenge for cause because they're telling you that they cannot be fair and impartial. They've already made up their mind or some that say, well, if the police officer said they're guilty, then they're then then I'm on the police. Or they say, you know, I don't believe in defense attorneys. They have shifty eyes. Yeah, something like that. That's why I always wear sunglasses in court. So Uh, but that but that's the point. Those are cause. Yeah. So that's so what's going on here is. They're asking jurors questions. And guys, you can go ahead and pop in anytime you want. There are some very interesting questions. And by the way, he's facing 11 charges of rape and sexual assault for, between 2004 and 2013. And by the way... And that's covering a great deal of time. Because Governor Newsom, they, they passed a law in California that took away, depending upon the type of allegation or a crime, that the statutes were what? taken away or relaxed no uh, the statute of limitations is extended extended yeah but i can't remember the exact amount of time or date but anyway but here's the interesting part about this weinstein case we're going to talk about that and guess who one of the allegations the women who are alleging sexual assault and or rape governor newsom's wife and wow interesting interesting how that plays out now i i did a, I did a quick search there's a there's a couple ways somebody can become a judge a superior court judge one is there's an opening and you run uh, you, you you go into an election you run for the opening or you when a judge comes up for re-election you can run against them i don't think those happen very often but most of the time or a lot of the time it is uh, a judge retires there's a vacancy so the governor will appoint somebody to fill that vacancy and then at the end of that term they have to run for re-election the judge assigned in this case they did a quick search was appointed back i believe in 2001 by governor then governor gray davis so because the question we had was what if this judge was appointed by gavin newsom 
that would be kind of interesting, uh, but that's not an issue. Well, yeah, I don't think that's an absolute conflict. It's a potential Potential, conflict. absolutely. And, um, and, and be, just because, but if he had knew, or if she, she's actually Lisa Lynch, if she knew Governor Newsom's wife personally, that would be an absolute conflict of interest. But you still kind of like the dog whistle. You kind of cock your head like, hmm, I wonder. You but know, we've I had wonder. that happen a lot yeah, recently. I know, a I lot wonder. of judges that are handling things for um, – uh, people that appointed them. I mean, but, it's just now is coming up a lot. But, you know, jury selection in a case like this, because I've I've prosecuted uh, probably a half dozen, ten of these type cases. And in the jury selections, this is a unique type of crime to prosecute because of the sensitive nature of the charges. And what you want to be sensitive to and what the judge is looking for is are any of the potential jurors – People who have been a victim of this type of conduct or a victim of sexual assault, because clearly that may, might make it difficult for a person to sit as a juror on a case if that if those are the charges. Now, th- the first case that I ever did of this, the judge says, "Listen, if any of you, any of the jurors, feel uncomfortable discussing this." What we will do is have what's called a jury out. We will either take you with the court reporter and the attorneys and the judge and go back in chambers and discuss this sensitive issue, or we'll have everybody leave the courtroom, right? And this was the eye-opening thing for me. In the jury selection process with this particular case today, I think I counted 12 times that we had to go back and discuss sensitive issues relating to this because every one of these 12 people had been a victim at some point in time of a sexual offense. You would be shocked when you saw the gender and age ranges. Some were women in their 20s, 30s. Some were men in their 50s and 60s, remembering things that happened when they were young. It was an eye-opener as to how prevalent and how many victims are out there. It, I, I would never have expected that. So do they ask questions like, have you ever raped anybody? So that is, do they ask those type of questions? No, uh, I, no, no. They, <laughs> Just wondering if they should, you know, exclude yeah. those people that might identify with that. Well, I, I think certainly. Look, I'm assuming they're not saying, "I'd like to take a break and tell you something I've done." <laughs> Your Honor, uh, Officer of the Court, come on in. I got something to talk to you about. I mean, look, if somebody's sitting there in the jury and they hear the charges, but I don't see anything wrong with any of that. That's probably a person you want to look at and get a you kick know, him off, get, right? Get him out of there. If you're but, a prosecutor, that's for sure. So what? Hey, let's Let's jump into some of this stuff. So the, the one thing that's interesting is, um, before we get to what some of the jurors said, is a potential witness is Mel Gibson. Yes. And Mel Gibson is a potential witness because one of the people that are claiming these, one of the women, these allegations, um, are claiming sexual assault slash rape, uh, told Mel Gibson about it. So... This is the question I have of you, especially Todd, prosecutor and mm-hmm. public defender. And how the heck do you get past the the best evidence and hearsay issues? What, how that is hearsay, isn't it? And why isn't it hearsay? Because the person can testify. Mel Gibson doesn't need to come up and say what what they said. So where this would come up, you are one hundred percent correct. If they didn't call the actual victim and they tried to call Mel Gibson to come in and, and that was the state's evidence, what is Mel going to say she said Harvey did to her? Hearsay not coming in. There's just no way that's coming in. Let's say she, she takes the stand and as and on cross-examination and when the defense presents their case, they start to present things that undermine her credibility. Did you tell anybody about this? You didn't. You ever reported this to anybody? You didn't do this, and her credibility takes a hit because it's 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 now being attacked by the defense. Then they could call Gibson to come in to try to rehabilitate that credibility by saying, "Well, look, she told me this, and it was the day after. Right. She told me these things, and it was the day after. And they have the statements, and if her testimony." on the stand didn't differ from what Gibson said she said that's when he could come in as a witness but not as the primary evidence it right would be for so rehab. he's corroborating yes. witness is basically corroborating the evidence that she's already testified to that would be his role yes that's interesting okay let's jump that's into some of the things that some of the the 
potential jurors, a lot of most of them kicked off that said things uh, like this. Um, what were some of the things, Denise, we'll start with you, Todd, we'll jump to you and I'll answer one, or, or I can start right away if you want me to start. Like, you guys have one that you want to tell about some of the things. Well, there was one of one of the jurors that said sure. that he, he would have a, a difficult time convicting if there was no DNA evidence to corroborate the uh, the victim's statement. And my understanding is that there is no DNA evidence in any right. of these cases. And uh, and, and that's, not, that's not uncommon uh, in something like this. So, uh, you know, that would cause somebody to uh, – that would cause a court and maybe the counsel on either side to look at him differently. Right. And another juror said that he didn't believe at all in the Me Too movement, that it was pointless and fraudulent. Yep. That's, that's a pretty tough pretty, statement. Pretty tough statement, yeah. It's that, like I'm not believing any woman yeah. ever – it, well, know. it sounds like he said the Me Too movement he didn't believe in. So, but still, but still, yeah, that. What well, I think he should have said, well, you know, uh, yeah, it was pretty clear what he said. I don't believe in the Me Too movement. We come back. I'm going to talk about another woman. What she said that was very interesting, and then we're going to move on from there. And we're going to talk a little bit about Todd this uh, on this same issue about a juror flirting with another juror. I mean, another uh, defendant. We'll be back. Wow, good stuff coming up on Radio Law Talk, and you will not want to miss not even one second of it. So stay tuned. We have a break coming up. After that, the show will continue. It's here live till noon Pacific, so don't go away. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 if you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1 877 886 7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877 886 7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh huh. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub and you put a shower curtain in it and it lasted for years. But now maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. 
They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Think bread's the best. Who told you that? Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. So we're going to end this Weinstein thing, but I one juror said, I believe most women, but not necessarily all, is what one juror said uh, uh, when talking about whether or not she was on the fence about the Me Too movement. And uh, she said, well, I believe most women, but not necessarily all. But isn't that what a juror is supposed to do? Yeah. Or, or, or what, here's what a juror should say. What I'm going to do is look at all the evidence on both sides and be neutral when I come in. And I'm going to weigh the evidence and follow the law. That's the way, that's the way you're going to sit down and go, okay, you're going to be there as a juror. Because that's what you're supposed to do. That's... You're supposed to just really look at both sides, give both sides their fair shake. And, 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 you know, take all the evidence, balance it, look at the law and, and, and the instructions that the judge instructs you how to apply it, and then go from there. Another juror said, uh, I really don't believe in the, in the Me Too movement. Um, that, like you said, it was pointless and fraudulent. That's the one. But um, um, another one said, I have a great deal of respect for both sides of the table in our system of justice. So that person might go on. And another man said he was not there. The issue was, are you worried about getting grief from your family or coworkers or friends if they learn that you returned a not guilty verdict against Weinstein? And, and this individual said, no, I'm not. Um, so... Anyway, that's we're going to move on from that. Todd, you had another one to to comment about another well, juror, yeah. a juror and a uh, defendant flirting around a little bit. Yeah, you know, you're, you're trying to as a as an attorney, you're trying to get people that will pay attention to the evidence, and then, as Fred said, apply the laws appropriate when you get into the jury room. But do you recall um, in what was it, Michigan? There was that group that was arrested on charges that they had plotted to kidnap the governor, yeah, yeah. Governor Whitman. And oh, did, yeah, that's well, right. A trial is going on now with for some of those folks, and they had seated a jury. One of the jurors, a younger female, was just removed from the jury. And the reason she was removed from the jury is because the prosecution had noticed that she was making eyes at one of the 23, 24-year-old defendants and that they had been kind of looking at each other, smiling. No words had ever been exchanged. They're making googly eyes at each other? Well, you know, I don't want to give Google a plug, but yes. But that isn't that they, what it's they, called. They were, apparently that this had been noticed, and so wow. they had to dismiss that person from the jury because... So know. as she walked out, she held her pinky to her lips and her thumb to her ear saying, call me. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be that would be. An, I, I remember one time I was called. She's given the symbols. Call me, nine from, the one six. Call me from prison. <laughs> I, I was uh, I, I was picking a jury. I was doing jury. This was 
oh, this like must have been 20, 2007, 2008, and it was in a really small courthouse, and uh, <laughs> one of the guys got dismissed. And at the time that this one juror was dismissed during jury selection, it was about the time we were going to take a break. So he just got up and walked out with the rest of the jurors, which meant that I could stand up, and as he walked by me, he just looked at me and smiled. He goes, I feel like I'm watching David Letterman do a trial. <laughs> I said, thank you, sir. <laughs> that was kind of but – he, but he had just been dismissed, so it wasn't anything wrong with him wow. talking to me and making that comment. He but, said you're David Letterman? Yeah. He thought was that was, good or bad? He thought I was like David Letterman. I, I, I thanked him, and then I've thought about that since. Maybe not that, so good. I don't know if that was a compliment or not, <laughs> but uh, – uh-huh. wow. Does it float? Does it float? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's going on Good with one. Google being sued by Texas? Does anybody know what's going oh, on yeah, there? Yeah, what's yeah, happening yeah. there? I don't Privacy, know. as the British oh, say. Have you ever, you ever heard right? of uh, facial recognition software? Google doesn't yeah. use that stuff. So Google has some features that they have yeah. where you upload photos, and, and they can you can, according to Google, it's user... Uh, it's up to the user to select whether they want the feature to apply or not. And if it does, they will identify you and others in the photo so they can group photos together. So, you, so if it was like, show me all the pictures of me or, or Jim or whatever, they could group all of those in your Google um, photo file. Well, Texas has a law that prohibits online companies from – storing or collecting facial recognition data without the individual's consent. And the issue that Texas has with it is, well, if Todd uploads a picture of himself and Denise and Fred, Todd may have consented, but Denise and Fred didn't consent to that. And I, I, what did and they I also can, it also involves them recording the voices yeah, as it, well. Yeah, it can. They have the, because you have Google Voice, you can you record a, those. Right, and you have a right to your voice, right? You do. And, and they say that, that that violates privacy and it stores it without their consent. And so Google is being sued. Google thinks they have a defense to it because they believe that people can opt out of the service. And I keep going back to this. The whole facial recognition thing. I don't get the law. I don't get the rationale behind prohibiting it because I go out in public every day and expose my face to the public and anybody can look at me. And if I recognize you and can remember you, how do I how can I remember Cal's face? Because my brain has facial recognition software and voice identification. It's how we identify witnesses, how we identify loved ones. Did you do this? And they these states have outlawed they have outlawed these companies from creating algorithms that do the exact same things that you do every day with your eyes which is see things and recognize them well i i I, hear me out so you are at a halloween party you're dressed up as a baby yes right and you have the big diapers on and you upload that onto some platform. I've seen that picture. And then Google uses that or somebody puts that together with Depends underwear. And then they try to profit from it. So that's how it also could impact you or, and invade your privacy, right? Or Depends sees it, Denise, and they say, I better start sending Todd Depends ads. So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, right? Good idea. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if I uploaded that picture, right? I upload the picture. If I look at the terms and conditions, it says Google can use this. Well, I was the one who chose to upload the picture. I uploaded it. And if, and if I didn't give consent, and I can prove that I gave no consent, and Google sells that to Depends, and they put me in their ad, now I've got a claim for, against Depends for using my likeness for profit without my permission. Right. And, and I can go ahead and... and right. Yeah, that's that a, that's exactly true, but that. you did voluntarily put it on some platform, not I, necessarily Google. I did voluntarily put it on a platform. Right, and, and if so I that's, voluntarily, that's different. And if I voluntarily put it on the platform, then I assume the risks by doing that. 855-LAW-RADIO. Well, well, that's all i got to say if you want to call in. And don't forget, we're not giving legal advice. Uh, to seek counsel. But we're going to talk about Elizabeth Holmes here in a second. But some interesting things about that Google thing you were saying. As you start looking at stuff, Facebook, Instagram, Google, you know, whatever, these platforms, you know what I've noticed lately? I'm not saying this is – I just noticed this online. As I pause not to look at something – you know, you go to your feeds, and there's just all these things you go through. As I don't click on anything, but if I pause to look at it as I'm scrolling through my feeds, more of that pops up. If I'm looking – I love airplanes. I look at airplanes. All of a sudden, it's all popping up, and I'm not clicking on it. 
It's just that I pause for that picture. They're so now it's not even if you click on it, it's if you pause on it. It's because when you have a feed that you can scroll through, you don't necessarily have to click on it because sometimes they'll have the picture. And even what they posted underneath, you can read that without clicking on it. I'll bet you there's an algorithm in there that tracks how long you stop to look at a picture. And if it's more than, say, three seconds or five right. seconds, well, I tell well, you, you must what, like this. So. My, my phone is spies on me all the time yeah. because I will – simply say something to my husband watching a movie or whatever and say something and I look at my phone and it has pulled up all kinds of different things involving what I just said and I didn't have Siri on I didn't touch that phone that's crazy can law enforcement subpoena this kind of information in other words and use that against you in a criminal or civil matter or something like that Uh, just being careful with the words that we use Typically, what law enforcement will do is issue a warrant for okay, the information, yeah, okay. and, Sorry, and they'll have to – in order to get the warrant, they have to show to the judge that this information was either part of a felony or will lead to the discovery of felony, felonious activity. And if they can get that, that's where it starts, with a warrant. Wow. When we come back, we're going to talk about Elizabeth Holmes. we got Cardi B. We're going to talk about the NCAA is now on trial for concussion cases, especially one out of USC. We'll be back. This is the second hour of Radio Law Talk, and the third hour is coming up at six minutes after. And we're live every Saturday from 9 to noon Pacific time right here on your favorite local radio station and streaming live at radiolawtalk.com. Stay tuned as the show continues. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Text messages, message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance and i need to get a complimentary bottle of nugenics no problem you just got to send them a text text grit to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of nugenics the number one selling free testosterone booster at gnc plus text now and we'll include a bottle of new nugenics thermo our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help get you back into shape fast absolutely free text grit to 321321 that's grit to 321321 